And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. Hey, what's going on, man? How have you been, man? It feels like it's been like two months since I've done a podcast with you. It's been a while. Yeah? Yeah. Well, we're here. We've got, this is a special edition of Startup Hustle, man. We're going to, we, we got some really fun and interesting stuff to talk about. Are you, uh, you ready to jump right in? I'm ready to accelerate this thing. Well, that's, that's it's funny you mentioned that because that's exactly what we're going to talk about. And, you know, recently, well, we've talked about this in the past. So our, our the business that you and I own together at Full Scale uh, works with, a local business accelerator to uh, be their development partner. And what we do is we work with uh, Launch KC, who is in the business of helping startups get started. And, you know, they do some really cool stuff. We've seen quite a few different verticals and other stuff come out. And at this given time, they have just uh, taken in some insurance tech companies and they have gone through their business accelerator program. So, you know, well, before we get too far into this, you know, we should thank Launch KC. You can go to launchkc.org to learn more about what they do and the companies that they help and how they, you know, their whole accelerator program. And in this particular case, uh, the top level partner is BCP Tech, which is a uh, uh, spinoff of Brush Creek Partners. And I think we know Brush Creek Partners well yeah. because they sell us insurance, right? Yeah, absolutely. Is that your agent at Stackify as well? We have definitely used them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, so do we. And, you know, so before we get too far into this and, and you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the accelerator, you can find a link in the show notes of either the YouTube video. Now we're live streaming. You're, you're literally live streaming Woo-hoo! from your mom's bed. I am. Can you confirm, can you confirm that you are in fact live streaming from mom's bed? I am. I'm in mom's bed. I mean, it's impressive. It's impressive, but, uh, and, and folks, he is not kidding. So, uh, we're working on some new live stream tech and we're going to start. Yeah, there you go. We are going to start recording our episodes of Startup Hustle. And for those of you that want to watch live, you can. So, you know, before we get too far into this, uh, you know, we're, we're going to do a, a, a video presentation on October 1st at 3.30. There's also a link for that in the show notes. If you want to come check out our presentation for the BCP Tech, InsureTech, Launch KC, accelerator say that five, five times in a row really fast then you can find that link there let me let you talk a little bit about what a business accelerator is and what they try to do yeah and so i've been an entrepreneur for like 17 years or something and i'm a product guy i love to write code i love to build a product i kind of like to talk to customers but not really <laughs> And then there's a whole bunch of other business crap 
that I don't like to do either. And for somebody like me to be able to join an accelerator, that would have been a huge thing and be like, oh, you can actually force me to stop and think about some of these things. Give me some training. Give me some help. Connect me with some people. Help me find some customers. Maybe you're a business partner. Maybe you can resell my product. Like all those things. That's huge. I mean, I'm just the you know mad scientist in the lab that writes the code. And I can go from that to getting all this help. Like that sounds like a big deal. But and let's clarify another thing. So who runs accelerators? Like where do these where do they come from? Because for those that are in the startup world, you'll hear about incubators and accelerators. But I mean, where where do they come from? Like who runs these things? How are they funded? What are they trying to do? Well, the most famous one of all has got to be Y Combinator, which is in Silicon Valley. And for anybody True. who's in the tech scene, they they probably read Hacker News, and Hacker News is at you know news.ycombinator.com. But there, since then, over the last few years, there's all these other ones like TechStars, and Kansas City had TechStars with the Sprint Accelerator and, and stuff for a while. And there's been three or four other um, accelerators in Kansas City, like Betablocks and, and Spark Lab and Think Big. And, and there's been different things over the time, and some of them have come and went. And But all these types of accelerators um, are really, really valuable. And then some are also more based on the government. So you have the governments that are stepping in, the the local, the cities or, or states that are throwing money at these companies to help create local jobs, to sponsor entrepreneurship. So you've got, you know, some, you know, public, public money that's coming in. And then you've got, you know, some, I think, entrepreneurs that are like, hey, um, I want to give back. And my way of giving back is starting an accelerator, and then in basically investing a little bit of money in 10 companies or whatever. And some of them have tried to do that, probably not with some success, some with some success, and those accelerators have come and gone. But those accelerators can be really, really useful. And it's great to see them coming in from, you know, locally done things to like a special thing they did with Brad Feld, the tech stars to um, what we're doing now with these partnerships. I think what Launch KC is doing is amazing where they're partnering with um, you know, local companies and then getting people in that industry all aligned. Um, you know, I think that's just fantastic. And to be able to be in one of those and then have the partner be able to basically hand you customers and network or industry connections and all that stuff is just a huge, huge, huge deal. So yeah, we mentioned that the that demo day. Well, demo day is what occurs when these accelerators end. And yeah. normally during during non-pandemic times, uh, these would be events that you would go to where a couple hundred people usually show up and the companies do some type of presentation and meet and, you know, press the flesh. They talk it's to uh, all different kinds of people about all different kinds of stuff, but we're going to do a virtual version of that. And now, but by the way, before we talk too, too much about that, I wanted to clarify something. So there's, you hear about the term incubator and accelerator, and I've, you know, based because I spare no expense at getting to the truth, Matt, because, you know, it's that journalistic integrity that we've developed here after hundreds of episodes. But an incubator is the, the an accelerator and incubator are very similar. An incubator is for very early stage companies. They're typically like concept, you know, yep. hey, I have an idea or I want to do something. An accelerator. And that's what launch KC and BCP tech are doing is more related to companies that are ready to truly launch. 
you know, like they are between that seed series, they typically have a product, they have some kind of funding, they're looking, they're on their way or even entering a series A type mode on all this. And, you know, that part of, of this is what's really been exciting for me because this is now the third cohort. So when they, they use that term cohort, and that's basically your class, yeah. uh, your, your group of companies. And what I love about Launch KC is uh, you remember years ago when they would just give away grants? Right. Yep. I remember that. It was and, like 50 grand, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they'd give it away to 10, you know, a whole bunch of companies. Now to scoff at 50 grand, but that was kind of like, Hey, here's your 50 K a pat on the back. Let us know how you did. Now, as they gained traction with this program, the, the whole thing had evolved and they expanded in a way that let them help more companies. So what I think is really cool and exciting about this is they, they now find a top level corporate partner and they pick mm -hmm. an industry that is relevant to them. So we've done clean tech and we did that with a group of companies, some of which we did uh, podcast episodes with when I went out to TechCrunch about a year ago. Um, and then we also did uh, health tech. Uh, mm -hmm. So we had that one as well. And now uh, in the one we're in now, it's related to insurance tech. So these are a lot better because they find a top level partner in the corporate world that has a vested interest. So these aren't just grants now, they're small investments. And, you know, like, I mean, what are a few things that you can think of that benefit the corporate company? Like, what do they get out of this other than a small piece of a, of a company that could be on the rise? Well, I, I think, you know, take like Black & Veatch, for example, right? If, if they can incubate a company, a product or a service that they can sell to all of their existing clientele, that's huge. Like if they're, you know, if their core business is building nuclear power plants or gas power plants and stuff like that, and they're running a clean tech accelerator and they've got companies coming through that can help them, you know, they can apply that technology immediately to those power plants that they're building or sell that as a service to these companies. I think it's great. And I wish more companies would, would do this incubation part of it. You know, at Venn Solutions, and this was a long time ago, we had no shortage of ideas at Venn Solutions of product ideas, things we could do. But we couldn't do all of them, right? And that's got to be the same now for H&R Block and Gurman and Cerner and Sprint or T-Mobile or whatever it is now. All these different companies, right? And in some sense, they just need an entrepreneur and, and, and some money and some smart talent to come in and like run with those ideas. And that's where I think these incubators can be really, really powerful. You know, it's like, hey, we got some ideas. We would spend millions of dollars for this thing ourselves, and we know other people would too. We just need somebody that can actually bring it to life, and we need entrepreneurs and, and the right talent to do it. And I love those uh, the idea of those corporate incubators. You know, for the startups themselves, this the, and this is my third pass through these, and I, I've I've had a little more of a firsthand experience with the founders from I've had a few of them on the show recently, but working with some of them at full scale. They, you know, the, the 50 K that's not what they care about. They yeah. care about that. They get involved with big companies that have a vested interest in their success, but those companies can put them, well, first off, they can get some real life input and data, you know, yeah. they can, they can learn. And I got to tell you what, man, that's something in any company that I, that I've been a part of. I mean, how, how valuable would that have been a couple of times over for you early? I mean, that was, that's good stuff right there and, and helps you really pinpoint what 
the real user well, would want and need. When you're and when you're starting out, what you need are those case studies almost, right? Like, hey, we went through the accelerator, Black and Veach connected us with T-Mobile or whatever, and we did this big project with them and they're a customer. And then now they're going from, you know, all to the next customer. Say, hey, this is the cool thing we did with T-Mobile. Now you can trust us. We've proven we can do this. Sign up, right? When Instead of when you have no customers, you're like trying to find the first person to gamble on me. Well, that's the next thing is that those customers, that early yeah. validation. So, so many of these... Uh, uh, you know, accelerators, incubators, any of these things there uh, for some for some founders, especially ones that are bootstrapping. This is that proverbial Boy Scout or Girl Scout badge that validates what they're doing and how they're Absolutely. doing it. But but look, there's no better form of capital than revenue. I mean, Absolutely. Uh, so being able to line up with with, you know, and, that, and that's the thing that I love about what Launch KC did with their with their changes is. Like, I, I don't know, I, we did a poll in the startup uh, hustle uh, Facebook chat and it asked, it said, what would you rather if my business had more of this and it was a blank, uh, we would do better. And I thought capital was going to win that contest uh, or win that poll when, in fact, uh, connections and intros ran away with it. And, it, you know, so the money's one thing, but being able to get in front of the right people that can move the needle forward is a big deal. So you know, anyway, that's a little bit more accelerator and, and what Launch KC does. Now for this, for this current company, for this current uh, uh, accelerator, you know, we talked about BCP Tech and that's a division of Brush Creek Partners. But, but you, as you mentioned, there's also other, uh, other companies that are in, involved and other people that that took part in this and i want to make sure we give a, a shout out to who those are so give me just a second and i want to let matt i'll let you know who the other companies that were involved first off missouri technology corporation they do a lot of great investment and, and carry on uh the economic development corporation of kansas city that's who that's launch kc basically the downtown council cordish companies our, our business full scale. So what yep. we do is we give all the, all the companies that are in this and have been in the last versions of these, we give a $10,000 development credit. Um, and we've worked with some really cool companies to do some great stuff. Uh, Evergy, that's a, our energy company. Mm -hmm. That is our electric company, uh, lead bank, local banking, Pulsinelli, shout out to them. That's actually our attorney as well. Um, so uh, noble health and veracity and, you know, those, those it, these programs occur. Now, here's the thing is the companies that were in this, um, none of them are, are from Kansas City. Now, some people, honestly, yeah, I know, but some people have, have an issue with that. And I don't, because here's the thing is these companies come from other markets and they're doing business with us here in Kansas City and they have a tie to us. And they, whether, you know, if they, if, if any hey, of these companies end up doing now. business, uh, true, true. It's, all, all a, it's, a, it's now, a small so. world, uh, even from your mom's bed. That's right. I'm and getting for those business done in my mom's bed. For those of you that don't believe me, if you're not watching the live stream, go to YouTube and check this out or or the any of the Facebook stuff that we have, because Watson really is in mom's bed. Um, I don't, I'm not going to get into the why of that. So, so, so with that, you know, coupled with, with BCP tech, so BCP tech, and I mentioned they're a, they're a, uh, uh, 
an extension of Brush Creek Partners is an actual uh, entity that specializes in the technology side of the insurance business. And they do a lot of stuff to try to, to build and improve these businesses and try to find solutions that matter for those involved. And, and you know, so that has a uh, talk a little, let's talk a little bit about the companies that are in this. Now, by the way, if you want to join us for our demo day presentation uh, on the Startup Hustle Facebook page, you can RSVP. And uh, we have a really cool presentation about the companies. We did this a little different. It's not going to just be, uh, honestly, man, sometimes demo days are boring. So due to my personal hatred of being bored, I structured this slightly different. It's a little more like a TV show than anything else. And plus you get to see us and you get to see our other co-hosts, uh, Lauren Conaway and Andrew Morgans came out and, and, and added a segment. So, you know, with that, I've had the opportunity to, to talk to a couple of these founders and the first company that's involved, I was so impressed. So Relativity Six, they're out of Cambridge, Mass. And um, this guy, the guy that, so I, t I did a podcast episode with Alan Ringwald and you know what? Let's just take a second. And for those of you listening to the podcast version of this, here's a few things that Alan had to say. So here's what it is we do. So we've, we've done all this data science, but ultimately what we focus on is cross-sell. So we feel like we're the best in the world at understanding the relationships between customers and the policies that they purchase over time. So we've mapped over 150 million customers and their behaviors purchasing patterns, everything like that. And our goal really is to help companies grow grow organically, right? Instead of spending five times more to acquire new business, let's focus on your current customers and understand what else they might need in a certain at a certain time. So that we feel is our core competency and we use machine learning to do that very well. And we've realized that insurance brokers care a lot about this problem. It's something that you know hasn't been solved yet. Um, it's not something that, that companies necessarily focus on, but we feel like getting that right and being that layer for every insurance broker is something that we aspire to do. And we feel like if we can do that, good things will happen. So that's, that's really where we are. All right. So we're back. And for those of you live streaming, that was, I wasn't going to make you sit through that, but the podcast episode uh, definitely wanted to hear about what he said. This dude was so interesting and they, they're using artificial intelligence and machine learning to help users maximize their account value. Matt, how much time have we talked about, how much time have we spent talking about account-based marketing in our own business over the years? Absolutely. Yeah. It's huge. Figuring out who so, you want to do business I mean, and go after them. Yep. And, and what, and on top of that, what kind of stuff accounts might be interested, what they might want to buy. You'd look at an insurance company and all of the different products, all the different things, and it becomes pretty overwhelming, you know, what they're going to match up with. So, you know, it's pretty cool to see, uh, to see that, you know, being used. Now the, the founder, Alan was really an interesting guy because, you know, they, they formed this thing with some of his friends at MIT so we'll just assume that they were pretty smart with what they were doing, but real, inter real interesting story that you'll be able to hear about on the podcast app, or on the startup hustle podcast. The next company was called the glove box app. And I also got to talk with their founder. Now they make some really cool stuff because there's so many independent brokers.
brokerages and insurance agencies. And they may, I mean, we'll call it like a white label type solution. So, you know, one of the things that I've run into as Giga founder was a lot of these mid-sized companies, they can't afford their own quote stuff. So being yeah, able sure. to have access to, to these things that matter and, you know, like, I mean, let's talk about, will you give a few words about like what, what white labeling technology is? Yeah. So actually at Stackify, we had this come up recently. So, you know, Stackify, we have 1300 customers, but one of our customers basically wants to use our product and then deliver it to their customers but they don't necessarily want their customers to know that Stackify exists or they want to say like, blah, 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 powered by Stackify. So they just want to like relabel it and, you know, co-market it together, you know, say powered by or or just totally slap a whole different name on something. Um, I've did this before in, in a, a business where we had a product that we sold direct, but then we had all these resellers and the resellers basically resold it as a different name or under their name, but it was all the same software. And if you, as soon as you logged into the software, you're like, oh yeah, I've seen that before. It's the same thing, but it's just called something different. Yeah, so in this case, they want to be able to let mid-level, small and mid-level uh, insurance brokerages be able to have their own app, be able to do a lot of different things. And I think that's pretty cool. Now, the, the next company that's involved, it's called ProtoSure. Now, the word, the, the phrase no code has been very popular uh, lately. And a lot of people think that this is the future of web apps. So they offer a no-code platform that drives innovation at the user level. So their users can get into a no-code environment and they can build their own enterprise products. Matt, you want to explain to those listening what no-code is and what that means? Yeah, the simplest example, you're talking about no-code from a, tr a strictly programming perspective, is something like Microsoft Access. If anybody's ever used Microsoft Access before, like create a little database and you can create little screens to add things and stuff. And people don't use access probably that much anymore, but go back 20 years ago, people built some crazy shit with that. Um, but now it's like Salesforce. If you use salesforce.com, you can go in you can edit the fields and add things and add custom objects and do all this, all this stuff. Um, and there's a bunch of different no code platforms. Like there's a local company in Kansas city. I'll give a shout out to called Onspring that does this. They do it a lot with um, vendor management and GRC and different. So it's like they have a, a pre-built solution, but you can take it and then you can customize it and do a bunch of things to customize it to your business without having to write code, you know, adding new fields, adding new tables and, and different things. Um, there, there's a lot of no code kind of solutions out there to build, to customize stuff or build totally, totally uh, unique apps like bubble is one that's kind of uh, popular as well. Um, but Old school Microsoft Access is the uh, the old school one, if people remember that. Yeah, and so the no-code stuff, like you said, it gives it gives the ability for people that aren't uh, aren't technically inclined when it comes to coding. Another thing, too, is, well, there's just a huge shortage of, of programmers. I mean, that's a yeah. problem we solve at, at full scale. And if you're interested in learning how we help people build teams of developers, go to fullscale.io because no-code is is an attempt or is a move at an industry that is, is getting gaining a lot of attention right now because the struggle is real. I mean, it really is. The struggle is real when it comes yeah. to finding people to build so your this, technical anything. So this is cool. You know, ProtoSure, you know, looks like they're able to help people kind of build custom insurance uh, products with different rate sheets and all the different stuff. If you want to sell, like if you want to sell insurance to, 
insure my farm animals, you know, and you could figure out how you do that and rate it and all that. Um, looks pretty cool. Kind of be able to create insurance products on the fly. It's pretty neat. So let's go to the next company and this is trust layer. So trust layer, they simplify the process of insurance verification. Now I think to a lot of people uh, listening, they're not going to know what that even means. So I'll give you an example back to full scale. If I want to do business with company Mm -hmm. X, then they uh, oftentimes will require us to prove and that we are insured at a level that they find to be acceptable. Now that said, Eh, it's easy to say you are, but the verification of that, especially on an enterprise or a large scale basis could, yep. I mean, it could be a lot. You got to yep. get a hold of a lot of people. And then another thing too, is like, you know, keep in mind, we're in a world where uh, data and privacy and security are at a paramount for, yep. so, you know, just, you're not going to just pick up the phone or uh, insured are you know, can you verify that and then here's the thing is it's what if someone told right. you that on a phone you don't have a way to prove it you don't have a way to to deal with any of that so that's what that's what uh trust layer does well, and you know that's and, that's and, that's important Go ahead. well and if you think about that for a second you know if we do business with one or two people a month and they want to do that it's probably no big deal but imagine if you were somebody like uber and you're like oh we're only going to deliver food for your restaurant if you have this insurance and we need to verify this for like a hundred thousand restaurants. Like that's a different problem. And that's probably the kind of problem they're trying to solve here where it's at a larger scale. If you're like a big vendor and you have a lot of vendors that you deal with and you're trying to like, think about if you're Walmart and you want to check this for every vendor they do business with, I bet that's the kind of people they're after. And that has definitely got to be a, a problem to solve. It makes sense. Now, before, now, before we talk about these last two companies, I want to remind everyone listening that you can come see our video presentation and hear from the companies themselves uh, and hear from all of the hosts on Startup Hustle. And you can find a link in the show notes to go to the Facebook Live version of that, or you can find it on YouTube as well. Uh, so we got two more companies. There were six total that were involved. The next one's a company called WeatherCheck, and they offer an auto monitoring solution for hail damage. Now, Yesterday in Kansas City, uh, there was some hail. Now, it wasn't bad, but the whole process of monitoring roofs and different things for that, well, it's a lot. There's a whole industry that follows hailstorms around, and they do a lot of different stuff. Now, here's the thing. There's a lot of fraud that occurs in that because that's a, a, replacing an entire roof of a home is expensive. And here's the thing is the auto monitoring uh, behind that is is pretty interesting have you ever had to replace anything due to hail damage matt you know i at a house i had before i lived in a neighborhood where there was a lot of bad hail and it's like they these people came through that were selling roofs and like every house in the neighborhood got a new roof except mine like i didn't have the hail damage but literally everybody else around me did but this looks super cool if, if you're think about it, if you were if you were the company that sold roofs and you were trying to figure out where there was bad damage. Like this is really slick. This is cool. And and, and also to yeah, I mean on a bunch of different levels. Now, if you listen to the podcast often, you hear me say that saving money is making money. So in some cases, you want they're wanting to see where the damage is is occurring and where it's not. And if they're if the auto monitoring is showing that it shouldn't be in a specific spot, and they start getting a bunch of claims, that can be important for the for the actual insurance company as well. So, 
you know, it's, um, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of opportunity there. All right. So the last company is called Wonderite. And, uh, the, you know, Matt, you know, I love my onboarding processes and I, I, uh, I, I just think that the future of, of software along with business in general is going to be won by those who quickly and conveniently get people signed up for anything. And yes, please. I know, that, I know, man, like, cause no one wants to fill out your 9,000 page, you know, form or do that. And, you know, if you think about the things, so Wonderwrite makes the, they, they create efficiency around the whole process of applying for certain types of insurance. Now, look, that might sound really straightforward, but we've learned from the past and, and talking to people we know that there's a gazillion different types of insurance, which means they all need to ask different kinds of questions. They have yeah. to do a whole lot. Um, I love this product because, okay, let's be realistic, man. No one's like, oh God, I just had a great time in, uh, applying for insurance the other day. So the thing is, is you live and die in that onboarding process. It's the same as a shopping cart. You have cart abandonment and all these other things. Um, I, the simplest solution wins. Uh, that's an Occam's razor uh, approach right there. You know, the, the simplest uh, solution is usually the best. Yep. So, yeah, I think anything that that helps that. Now, once again, if you want to see our uh, our special presentation of Demo Day. Oh, you know what? I guess I should probably go back. I didn't allow for I didn't allow for a video for an audio insert. I did actually get a chance to talk to the founder of the Glovebox app. So I guess we got to throw that in while we're at it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really wanted to get that in there. So for those of you on the live stream, you'll miss it. And here's a few minutes of what he had to say for the podcast listeners. You know, we focused on the independent channel of insurance. If you don't know what that is, uh, you've got your captive channel, which is going to be your State Farm Farmers Allstate American Family, where when you go as a consumer to a State Farm agency, you're getting a State Farm product. That's what they sell. When you go to an independent agent on the flip side, they could have anywhere from 15, 20, 50 carriers that they represent. And so from the consumer standpoint, they're like, hey, I bought from Matt DeCourcy's agency, but he wrote me with three different carriers on uh, you know five different products and I'm lost, I'm confused. And so what we did was we developed a piece of technology, think of the Geico app, but for the independent channel that essentially brings together all of those carrier service experiences into one centralized place. So now the consumer, regardless of what carrier they're with, can get their policy documents, they can pay a bill, they can start a claim without having to figure out who to call and work with, which was the frustration. So once again, live, Matt Watson's mama's bed. Um, you know, Matt, is this where you've been these last couple yeah. months? It's like, you know, you, you're ready to get back into the swing of things to 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 lose some rock paper scissors to the champion and and you know kind of kind of battle it out you know when you said we could work remote you know i just took it to heart and so <laughs> i didn't think you now I, i'm not gonna you know pants are still optional here in the virtual studio so look in congress with with uh episodes of startup hustle we end with the founders freestyle i mean what are a couple things that 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 you could say either about these companies, like, did any of them stand out? Like, wh what are your what are your closing remarks here? I think all of these look like excellent companies. They look like they solve a real problem. They look very professional. Their websites look awesome. These don't look like 
little like startups are just getting started. They look like companies that are much further along and that's awesome. And and I really, I really think that launch Casey can help them. I look forward to demo day. They all look like, you know, companies that solve real problems and that's the key, right? Real business to business problems. And I hope that all of them had a great experience at launch KC. And, um, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the past, you know, we talked about, they're not all Kansas city companies, but in the past, it seems like most all of them came to Kansas city. So it's sad that they weren't actually able to come here and, and stay here for several weeks and get all that. And I'm sure in the future we'll, we'll get some of that. And I'm sure you and I will, we'll meet more of them and, and maybe help mentor them during the process. So really excited for what launch KC does. And it's really, really valuable. Like I said, I'm the, the mad scientist, right? And, and to be able to go to be an accelerator to help me figure all this other business stuff out is so huge. So it's a great value they provide. So before I get into my freestyle, we had a couple comments uh, come in on our on our first ever live stream here. So uh, someone had mentioned that they were a part of Betablocks, and that's a local incubator as well. And it said it's been a wonderful thing for them. And so they said being an entrepreneur is hard. Yes, yes, it is. You, and you then, know, you, uh, the number one reason to be an accelerator is to have somebody to cry with and drink with, right? That's also what this pod, that's the, the reason we started this podcast and now <laughs> live stream and different stuff. It's good to be back on video, man. We t- took a little break from that. And, you know, we, that's something we'll see a lot more of going forward. And then, uh, so that was, that was, uh, came in through the, the, the Facebook chat. Uh, then the young entrepreneur, uh, is the name of the person on YouTube that just said, yo, yo, yo. So yo, good to hear yo. from you. Appreciate we appreciate the comments. You know, to close things out, and once again, I want to remind everyone we'll be doing a, uh, a fun uh, special video presentation. Uh, you can find the link in the show notes to come check that out. I really come check it out. Like we're going to talk a little bit, see what these companies are about, hear a little bit more about the accelerator. There's some really interesting people in here. You know, for me, um, I had a great time talking to Alan of Relativity Six. Uh, we we nerded out a little bit on some different stuff. He's got such an interesting story. You're going to be able to hear that uh, that story uh, in the coming days after our demo day presentation. And you know, I really just loved what they're doing with art with AI and machine learning. I just I'm so fascinated with data and anything that helps sell more. You know, because I, I, I love sales. That's my thing. And I, and I think about selling insurance products and the myriad number of things that are out there. And I'm like, how would I even keep up with knowing some of that? So I love the idea of an AI machine learning solution doing some of that work for me as a salesperson. And honestly, man, I really enjoyed the Glovebox app as well. I know that, uh, you know, it's difficult to have your own products. And if you're mm-hmm. not, you know, you don't uh, mid-level company. I, I like white label stuff. I think it's really cool. Um, I, you know, I, I really uh, dig in the no code stuff with ProtoSure uh, being a being a non-tech uh, founder myself. You know, the idea of dragging and dropping some stuff and, and putting a few things. I think that that's a a burgeoning industry. So, well, man, that's, that's that. Thanks for joining me, Matt. I appreciate you taking time to, to wake up and sit up in mom's bed and, (laughs) um, you know, get, and get back on the podcast with me. And I think we're going to be doing this on the reg again, aren't we? Absolutely. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it too. So, Hey, everyone out there, come check out demo day. Uh, come check out the Facebook live version. If you get a chance, stop by the startup hustle Facebook chat where you can ask Matt Watson anything and he'll answer. See you next time. Thanks everybody. 
Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. We do it.